This is a Kindling Kids podcast. We're the Fact Detectives, and we love investigating cool facts about cool stuff. And to help us, we chat to some very smart grown-ups who know all the cool facts about everything. Hey Dex, what are the biggest creatures in the sea? Um, a giant squid? Not quite, Fact Detectives. Hi, Vanessa. Do you want me to give you a clue? Yes. This creature has a big tail and breathes through a hole on top of its head. A whale? That's right. Vanessa is a wildlife scientist and a science communicator. Tell us everything you know about whales, Vanessa. Okay, I'll try. Fact one. A whale's fish? Whales belong to the group called cetaceans, which is an aquatic group of mammals that includes dolphins and porpoises too. So, no, whales aren't fish. They're actually mammals like us. What's the difference? Well, fish are cold-blooded generally and they breathe underwater through slits on their side of their body called gills. Whales, on the other hand, they're warm-blooded and they give birth to live young and breathe air just like us. That means whales have to come to the surface every couple of minutes or longer to take a breath. Imagine if we humans had to stick our heads in a bucket of water every few minutes to breathe. Well, that's what it's like for whales. No No way! way. If whales have to come to the surface to breathe all the time, how do they sleep? That's a great question and something many scientists like myself are still studying. What we do know is that the different species of whales can hold their breath for different lengths of time, from just a few minutes to even over an hour. They also sleep for different amounts of time. Humpback whales have been observed resting on the surface of the water for around half an hour or so and can even sleep diagonally or even vertically. But it's really important that they keep moving to make sure they don't get too cold. Mind you, whales do have a thick layer of blubber that keeps them insulated against the cold, which is really useful because many of them swim to the freezing waters of the Arctic and Antarctic. But back to your sleep question, scientists think that whales actually sleep by resting part of their brain while the other part stays awake. And this is important to ensure that they remember to keep breathing, but also to keep an eye out for danger and to keep swimming. That's cool! Can whales really sing? There are around 90 different species of whales and they can be split up into two main groups. You've got the baleen whales and the toothed whales. And yes, baleen whales do sing and their songs are the way in which they communicate to each other. Although some are better singers than others. (laughs) Like us. Well, some baleen whales make moaning sounds, but the ones that sing really well are the males of particular species of baleen whales, including the humpback whales, but there's also minkies, bowheads, and some blue and fin whales. There are around 15 species of baleen whale, and they're grouped into four main species. We've got the requoils, the rights, the grey, and the pygmy right whale. The requoil are the biggest groups, and they include the blue, fin, humpback, the broodies, the say, and the minky whale. And you'll recognise these whales by the way in which they look, as well as their throat grooves, and some have a very pointed face and some have a very rounded head. What does baleen mean? Good question. Well, baleen whales have these large baleen plates, which are hair-like structures hanging from the roof of their mouth. Now, they use this like a sieve or a comb. 
Once they see their prey, which is krill and plankton, they'll open their mouths really wide, engulf both the water and their prey, then they'll swallow their food by expelling the water through their baling plates. And the blue whale can eat up to four tonnes of krill every single day. Wow! And guess what? Blue whale's not only the biggest animal to have ever lived in the ocean, but on land too. Even bigger than a T-Rex? Yes, much bigger. In fact, the Antarctic blue whale can grow up to 30 metres long, which is the length of three buses. That's huge! But if they're so big, how do they swim in the ocean? That's an excellent question from a listener. First of all, the ocean is huge, and it's hard for us land dwellers to really understand how big it actually is. In fact, around 70% of the Earth's surface is water. That's a lot! Then do you know how deep that water is? No. The average ocean depth is around 3.7 kilometres, and the deepest part of the ocean, called the Mariana Trench, is almost 11 kilometres deep. Wow! So that means whales have a lot of space to swim around in, and they have huge muscular tails to propel themselves along. Fact three! Do whales have teeth? As I mentioned before, there are the baleen whales, which have no teeth, but rather those long hair-like structures hanging from the roof of the mouths. And on the other side, we actually have the toothed whales, and as their name suggests, yes, they do have teeth. Tooth whales includes most kinds of dolphins, porpoises and whales, including the sperm whale. They're the biggest toothed whale. There's also the pygmy whales, beluga, narwhal and the killer whales. They're social creatures and hang out in groups called pods. Now they often hunt together using echolocation, which sounds a bit like this. And they use these high frequency sounds to communicate, navigate and to hunt for prey. Toothed whales are super smart. In fact, they're some of the most intelligent creatures on Earth. What do they eat? Toothed whales eat things like fish and squid. In fact, the sperm whale hunts giant squid up to 3,000 metres below the surface. Now, sperm whales can grow up to 20 metres long and weigh almost 60 tonnes. They have the biggest brains of any creature on Earth and their massive box-shaped heads can take up to 40% of their bodies. No way! Smaller toothed whales like orcas eat seals, seabirds and even other whales and dolphins. Orcas are the only known predator of the great white sharks. Whoa! Do toothed whales sing like baleen whales? Well, no, they make different sounds to communicate. Some are incredibly high frequencies used to navigate and others sound like whistles and clicks and even bells. Fact four. Why are some whales so bumpy? Because of their barnacles. And they're most commonly found in baleen whales. And these are the whales that we've been speaking about, the ones that feed on krill and plankton that have no teeth at all. That's like your blue and your humpback whales. Barnacles are like little hitchhikers and they get to take trips on whales all around the world. Cool! Barnacles begin as microscopic larvae floating around the ocean. Scientists aren't exactly sure how they latch onto whales, but they think they might embed themselves on the whale's skin when they're larvae and then they can build a shell around their bodies. Mostly they live around the whale's head or chin, probably because, well, mostly that's where they get their food too. 
Some barnacle colonies are massive. In fact, one humpback whale might carry up to 450 kilograms of barnacles. Far out! That's a lot of hitchhikers. The good thing is that even though they can be carrying a lot of them, barnacles don't hurt the whale. In fact, some scientists believe they can even give the whales a bit of protection against orcas. What about humpback whales? They have different bumps. What are they? Humpback whales have different kind of bumps. The ones on the heads are actually oversized hair follicles. No way! Yes, they're hair follicles called tubercles, and they're about the size of your grown-up's fist. What are they for? Well, we don't actually know, but inside each tubercle is a bundle of thick nerve cells connected to the hair. Scientists think that they're designed to pick up subtle vibrations in the water, maybe to detect prey. But as you can see, there's still a lot we don't know about whales. Fact 5! Why do whales move around so much? Well, you're right, they do move around a lot. In fact, every year when the weather starts changing and the waters in Antarctica become even cooler, the humpback whales in the southern hemisphere head north to the warm waters. Now, in Australia, this will include whales making that movement all the way along the east and the west coast of Australia to begin one of the world's longest migrations of any animal, a journey which can last up to 5,000 kilometres and take a couple of months. Whoa! Around 35,000 humpback whales will head up the east coast of Australia to the warm waters of the Great Barrier Reef, while on the other side, over 45,000 humpback whales will travel along the west coast of Australia to the warm waters of Broome and the Kimberley. Now this happens each and every year from the months of May all the way up until the months of August, where they'll switch directions and then start heading south up into the months of October to November. But why do they do this? Well, there's one main purpose, and that's to breed and to calve. When they reach those warm waters up in northern Australia, some whales might have their babies and others might become pregnant. Humpback whales take care of their babies for up to one year. We're very lucky that there are so many humpback whales now because there were only 200 or so of them back in the 1960s before whaling was banned. Can you ride a whale? Well, no, it's best to enjoy whales from a distance for your safety and for theirs. There are lots of whale-watching boat tours you could go on these days. We can watch whales from a respectful distance. In my job, we also watch them from a distance, on a boat, and at the right moment, we can swoop in and collect their snot. Wait, what? Why? And how? Whale snot is full of biological information, which provides us with a snapshot of their health. Now, we can do this by not even having to disturb them or hurt them. We watch whales from our boat, then we fly a drone out to their position, and at the very right moment when they take a breath, we fly the drone through that, open a petri dish to collect their snot on that dish, shut the dish, and then fly the drone back to the boat. But more important than whale snot is whale poo. What? Whales are a super important part of the marine ecosystem and in maintaining the health of our oceans. In fact, whale poo is a very important source of marine nutrients. Cool! Try this at home! If you live on the east or west coast of Australia, you can watch whales migrating between the months of May and up until October and even November each year. If you live on the coast, ask a grown-up if they can take you to a good spot to watch whales in the ocean. You might even see a single whale or even a pod of whales taking a breath at the surface, maybe jumping out, known as breaching, or even tail slapping or pictorial slapping, 
This is where they slap their arm on the water. Always remember, no matter where you go, to take your rubbish home with you so that it doesn't end up in our waterways. Microplastics and marine pollution are threats to whales. If you're at the beach and you notice some rubbish, ask your grown-up to help you put in the bin if it's safe to do so. Remember, scientists are still learning about whales and if you're curious about them, you might discover something about them when you grow up. Awesome! I want to do that! Me too! Thanks, Vanessa! Anytime, Fact Detectives! This has been another super fun episode of the Fact Detectives with me, Dexter, and me, Annika. Big thanks to Vanessa Pirotta, who is a wildlife scientist and science communicator. And big thanks to Juliet, Joel, and Teddy, who asked us to investigate whales. Yeah, that was fun. If you love finding out the facts as much as we do, then check out a brand new Fact Detective episode every fortnight. To listen, download the Kindling app and subscribe to Kindling Premium. And if you have a big topic you would like us to investigate, then get in touch at factdetectives at kindling.com.au.